0: So I think this is the this is the first time that I didn't just press start in the middle of a conversation. Um and we may actually start with what we're supposed to talk about. I decided to wear this UGA shirt today because I wanted to put on the cloth of a champion. Um I there's some Michigan fans in my life and that are on my timeline. And you know, I saw I just like, you know what? Let me just put on some championship apparel. Uh, while I pod today, because I think people deserve it. How we doing, Parley Pete?
1: We're doing fantastic. And this is a champions podcast because I've got on a Braves hat, albeit not official team merchandise. But everybody gets the point. We've got the chop. We've got the egg. It makes a ton of sense. So I'm, what are we? We're going to just dub this the championship show. I like it. You know, not even championship champions show.
0: Yeah. Show of champions.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, and maybe we're going to have some new champions in the NFC South this year because the Carolina Panthers have flown in a new quarterback. Baker has booked his ticket to Carolina, and he's ready to take the NFC by storm.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Baker, Baker. He's an upgrade at the end of the day. And thats I think that it was a smart move on Carolina's end to to go out and get him. And uh, it's funny because Justice in the locker room, clearly, uh, he kind of took the words right out of my mouth. Them niggas saw Sam Darnold and Matt Corral are like, nah. <laughs> they were like, nah. You know how, and maybe
0: this wasn't your experience, but back in the day, you you it's time for your upgrade on your phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know what phone you want, but your parents give you a budget. So instead of getting the brand new iPhone, you got to get it like two versions back, or you know you can't. You're not even get, getting to go there. You want to go smartphone, and they go, "Here's what we can do for you. We'll give you like the phone with the full keyboard, but it's still not a smartphone or a PDA because you know we came up in the PDA days." Correct. Um, and you go, okay. I'm upgrading from a Razor, but I am still not like getting an iPhone. I'm getting a... I got a rumor. Yeah, a rumor or like the Crazer, you know. It's like, oh, this is better than what I had, I think. But now sure. I got to figure out this whole new phone and it's still not what I want. Well, and at the end of the day, I'm going to want another one soon.
1: Well, think about it. Carolina originally was in the sweepstakes to get a BlackBerry. That's what they wanted. They wanted a BlackBerry that was problematic, <laughs> but but a BlackBerry nonetheless. Maybe an iPhone. Maybe or yeah, or an iPhone. Either or. I just know that those were the two most dominant.
0: Oh, if we're talking about that area, yeah, that's a BlackBerry. He was definitely a BlackBerry.
1: BlackBerry, man, bro. I still to this day kind of miss my BlackBerry. Like my it Blackberry. was so far ahead of its time. I loved my BlackBerry. It was great. It was a great. stylist. Like uh, it was a great phone. But like
0: messenger, you could be a snob and like talk to just the people who had blackberries.
1: Well, and you just knowing goddamn well you don't have any business to do, but you're like in ninth grade, eighth grade, <laughs> like, and you've got a blackberry. Or I was in like eleventh actually when I had mine, but like you got a blackberry, like you're just playing. Like it's a business phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, just like, what the fuck does he need a blackberry? What's a
0: seventeen year old doing with this? Nothing.
1: Yeah, nigga's not running a business, but um, no, Baker. At the end of the day, was an upgrade that that they needed, and Matt Rule knows that he's on his last leg. So he has to do his best to at least win some football games. And come on, we know Sam Darnold's history. He ain't going to be winning no football games with Sam Darnold. Has Sam Darnold ever won football games? No. Matt Corral, rookie. You know that you're getting fired if you're starting. Unless he's going to be the second coming – you know, a fucking Matt Ryan and goes out there and goes 11-6 and in his first season, not happening. At least with Baker, you've got a guy that's, A, got something to prove. He's probably tired of people shitting on him in the media. B, uh, he's in a contract year himself. This is a make-or-break year for him on whether or not he'll be a starting quarterback in the NFL going forward. Three, it's a fresh start, and it's in a division that, in reality,
0: Second place this is up year for us. it isn't
1: obtainable because Tampa is gonna win our division. And, I mean, unless Tom Brady breaks his fucking net, Tampa's gonna win the division. But even though the Saints upgraded a lot, because when I looked at it, I was like, Man, the Saints actually had a pretty good offseason. Because you're gonna get slant boy back, which he will still be able to run his slants. The question will be: you know, is he gonna catch Jameis's ball? But because at least Drew Brees had the noodle arm to where it set it up well for him because it was intermediate. You know what I mean? It was intermediate. But eventually, you know, Jameis is going to put some fire on that thing. But they drafted uh, Alave. They got the Honey Badger. So they had a pretty – considering that was a 9-8 and game, that was was a 49ers loss in the last game of the regular season to the Rams, which went to overtime, a loss away from making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean – But Dennis Allen is the coach. And so that's where the question mark comes in there. And then health. Alvin Kamara, of course, is going to be suspended. Has six he? Games. Did they, six game? Did he already? I no was
0: talking it? about it, but I think it's going to be six.
1: Yeah. So you're going to miss your best. Your best players out the first six game.
0: Well, if Slant Boy is back, he could be your best player. I mean, he did he, make the Mad he, Ninety Nine
1: Club. Not your best player. <laughs> he still ain't better than Kamara. is giving you. Think about it, Alvin Kamara is the type of guy that can give you ten. Receiving and rushing touchdowns. Legitimately.
0: Alvin Kamara dates Tia Cooper.
1: Yeah, Re- Reefs sister, right? Yes. And she's in the WNBA? Uh, she's a free agent. Okay. Well, she's she's a professional women's basketball
0: player. Yeah, she could probably go get a contract in Russia.
1: I don't think very many people are going to be wanting to go there. Nah, play not Play basketball anymore.
0: Not they smoke weed, but (laughs) that's a conversation for another day. But, uh, so
1: we'll get to it a little bit later.
0: You're right. So uh, interesting perspective on on this thing. Right. So I saw a tweet uh, from Warren sharp who talked about it and essentially he said, yes, they upgraded, but this is Matt rule making a decision for his job. Well, yes. And I was listening to Michael Lombardi and he actually responded to the tweet and he was like, well, what are you supposed to do? You're trying to win games. You know, and I think the football media, they fall in love with rebuilding so much and trying to get good draft position to get to get the guy. But it's easy to talk like that when that's not your source of income. When your primary source of income is winning games. As much as you want to think about three years from now, you got to understand that three years from now, you may be back in college football. Or you may be uh, instead of a GM, you may be over pro personnel somewhere or, or, you know, over the uh, over the scouting department. So it bothers me when people with big platforms and voices that are respected say dumb shit like that. It's like, yes, yes, he made a decision to keep his job. Like, what are you supposed to do? Are you going to go take the company card tomorrow and, or and, or tonight after we get done pod and go down to magic city and just run all these types of transactions down there? It's like, no,
1: you to it'd experience. be a hell of a write off, but um, no, but you're absolutely right. I wouldn't be doing something like,
0: that. like people don't openly make decisions that try to get them fired. I mean, most high functioning people don't make decisions that try to get them fired. You know, there are people who do things like I, work for an organization that does not allow uh, drugs and they do regular drug testing and people still smoke weed, but that's neither here nor there.
1: It, it isn't. It isn't. But uh, <laughs> regardless, good move for Carolina upgrade deep better question. Cause you know, they're going to sell this thing as a competition, right? Like they're going to sell it as that, but You're of the belief that they got him to be QB1 and that Darnold's his backup and that I think Baker's going to have a six to seven game leash and before they were to pull the leash on him. Like I truly believe he's going to be the star.
0: I believe that they got him with the intentions of making him QB1. He would not be QB1 day one. And based on what they're paying him and what they gave up for him, that tells me that they're like, I mean, what are we losing here? You pay him five million. You give up a conditional fifth-round pick. If he plays so many snaps as a fourth-rounder, who cares? Uh, you gave him away for a bag. You paid him up. You're paying him a bag of peanuts, and you gave away a bag of peanuts to get him. So for two bags of peanuts, I, I, I think the comp- there's going to be more of a competition than we'd like for it, for it to be.
1: It's going to make for entertaining preseason football. That's for sure, because that's going to be a team you're going to get to see three quarterbacks that like. You're like, yeah, like you know what I mean, like you'll be able to watch them all. I don't know why. Do you want to know what the issue? Because Donald's in that fifth year option, right? So
0: yeah, yeah, they, they're paying they're, him. They're the kind of paying
1: him a little too much. I was gonna say that they really wanted to move on from him, and not because you got to think about it. They're go, that means they're gonna keep three quarterbacks on the fifty-two man because they're not gonna put Matt Corral on practice squad because somehow poach him. Well, maybe maybe like Tampa will poach him just to poach him. Like Maybe
0: if 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 uh Darnold loses the job, Baker wins the job, then they try to move Darnold for like a sixth or a seventh. Because somebody, somebody's going to get hurt in camp.
1: He could go to like San Francisco and be the backup. Because the thought is that Jimmy's not going to be the backup there. And depending on how long Deshaun Watson is suspended, I have a gut feeling that uh, Jimmy G ends up in Cleveland.
0: So let's let's talk about uh, Cleveland here, because Cleveland is a team that gave up Baker. Uh, Deshaun Watson is their starting quarterback right now, but we don't know how many games, uh, if any, that he'll miss, given uh, his you know history. Uh, we've talked about uh, the the case has concluded, uh, the hearings have concluded, and now we're waiting on the NFL to give us a, a ruling that's expected to come next week. But I feel like there's some good information out there that made the Cleveland Browns very comfortable about uh, letting Baker go for a conditional fifth-round pick. You know, they didn't – because you want to move forward without him, obviously. Well,
1: you almost had to.
0: But if Deshaun is taking a big suspension, I think you can actually carry Baker into camp and increase his value. Because people would –
1: Yes – People would be of the belief more than what he got traded for. Like, I think maybe I I don't think so. I think we're talking about look, we got three seasons, right? To look or four seasons to look at. Last year, he was hurt. Okay. He was hurt. So it doesn't give him a pass, but like he was hurt. Okay. And it was something that he kept playing with. It shows a little bit of toughness. It's just nobody gave a fuck because of like. Him, his personality, he, his personality, right? His, his arrogance and like his commercials. His, then his wife, his wife, like got on there and like shit on the team, like, like was f- saying basically, "fuck the fans," like, "fuck the Cleveland," like, like well, that's basically what his wife was saying.
0: Let's go back to the very beginning with Baker Mayfield. Let's let's go to year one, and you talk He's about good years.
1: Like fucking Thanksgiving turkey, and I was front row to see it. He
0: he had he showed flashes his rookie year. But he lit up a bunch of bad teams. Hugh Jackson gets fired, then goes to another team. And he goes to a team in division because one of his friends hires him. And then Baker's like trying to show him up. Hey, bruh, that's not cool. No part about that's cool. And then they have the nerve to say he said he was he was all in on us, and then how do you go across town? Bruh, I got fired. I, I, I want to get paid. I want to continue coach.
1: Hey, man, you're not an established quarterback in this league yet. You can't make comments like that. You're not in that position to do that. Whether whether that's true or not, like whether – let's just say everything he said was 100% true. Bro, you don't have the resume to be talking like that. Like Peyton yeah, Manning would say that if he wanted to, but Peyton Manning wouldn't say that.
0: Exactly. So that happens. Then you have the next year with Freddy Soup Kitchen. Baker is unimpressive. He again shows flashes, but there's no consistency. Then you get year three, you get Stefanski in there. You have uh, a top, a top three uh, offensive line, a top running game, and And Baker, and a solid defense. Yes, and Baker looks like somebody. Okay, uh, as long as we build this team well, we can win games with Baker as our rookie quarterback. He goes into Pittsburgh, he wins the playoff game, but let's remember, Pittsburgh had three turnovers and Their first five drives, and a lot of them were stupid turnovers. And they ben scored
1: was- every single time, though
0: they did, but I mean, hell, the first one snap over Ben's head was well, that the second
1: one. They scored on that first drive on them. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a defensive touchdown, right? Or
0: I, I believe so, or damn near, but I, either way. The field position was messed up. There were a bunch of like weird turnovers, like bad picks, fumbles, over uh, – snaps over the head, yeah, been and, been over the hill. And then you go, you know what? Pit, like I mean, Pittsburgh just didn't have a chance in that game. You win your playoff game, then you go, you can't be a backup quarterback in the second half. But I got it. It's the it's the it's the eventual yeah. Super Bowl champions. So no, that was not their Super Bowl. That was they the reigning uh, champions, but the they were the champions.
1: Champions, yeah.
0: Then we come back uh, for year four. He gets hurt. He's not good. Uh, Odell's dad drops the tape. Nobody comes out and defends uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker's gone. No one's, again, no one's like, hey, Baker, we're going to miss you. It was a good run. It was a good run. Uh, what was this number three, five, six? It's a good run six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Baker is. Average to below average. He's, if he's on my team, I'm still looking for somebody new. And if he's not on my team, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield is not worth a, 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 a contract. I would give Baker 15 to 25 million, and 25 million is on the generous end, but it's a short term deal. I wouldn't pay Baker shit. Right. Again, his best season was when he had a bunch of great pieces around him. And guess what? If you get real quarterback money, we can't afford to put these great pieces around you because you got to be the person that carries them. Baker was a th- had a third-round grade by most smart people before the senior week bullshit based on the film. And he's playing like a third-round quarterback. He got through his first contract and it's like, man, if you weren't a 1st round, if you wasn't a first overall pick, you'd be a backup. And that would be your fate, or you'll be out of the league.
1: And that's exactly what he's going to get to figure out here in Carolina. It's not an ideal situation for somebody like him because that's not a talented football team. And I, I'm not sold on Matt Rule. I don't think he's a good coach. That's just my opinion. Like, I think, I think history tells me, and I guess in our division, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, and you tell me if this is a hot take. Arthur okay. Smith was the second best coach in the NFC cell.
0: I think Arthur Smith was one of He's the best, best coaches in the league last year. If he you look have. at that roster and you look at the way he pulled seven wins out of us, it's Shit. insane.
1: Was, it was a three-win team. It was insane. And, he, and then even this year, if he wins six games.
0: He... He pulled seven wins out of nothing, and honestly, the way we dropped the Washington game and we dropped the first Carolina game, we could have been a nine-win. We could have legitimately been a nine-win team, and I don't know where the hell Arthur found that shit.
1: You know what's crazy? I'm not mistaken. (laughs) If I'm not (laughs) (laughs) mistaken. Funny enough, and he corrected the one thing that we had been bad at for so many years. We won close games. Yeah, we were like six and two on the season in one possession games.
0: That's not us.
1: And 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 I want you to think about this too. Before I was at the elimination game. We were in it until January second, week seventeen. That was the Buffalo, Buffalo game. Yeah, and and we were winning at halftime. Yeah, we were up at halftime. And had a chance to be down less than a touchdown if they didn't. They called some bullshit on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan ran for a touchdown. And I forgot what it was. I think they ruled he was short, but he, like, did something, like, with the football, and it was a 15-yard penalty.
0: I remember that. I remember some bullshit happening in that game.
1: He was short, and then they gave us a 15-yard penalty, on unsportsmanlike conduct on two. And because he was short – On the one, it made you take it back to the 16, and it was like third down, or might have even been fourth down or something. And then you had to kick a field goal, and I think it got blocked. I don't think Young Way could miss, or he might have it was fucking freezing that day, but he might have missed it. But regardless, it swung the game. Like, but they had a chance to win. But yes, I'm just simply saying you could argue even within our division. Coaching is going to be a big deal for Baker. Like clearly, that's going to be something that he's going to need. With Stefanski, right? We saw what a good play caller can do. Matt Rule is not a good play caller.
0: I mean, he has uh, a. I mean, he has a what's his name? A former head coach as his uh, OC.
1: Yeah, guy. A guy that got fired in his first contract. You know, and. Matter of fact, Pro Football Talk had put this article out about him. McAdoo ranked that class, that class of quarterbacks with Baker and Darnold. He ranked them one through the top six guys. He had Baker's number six on his list. He had, But funny enough, he had Josh Allen one, Lamar Jackson two, which obviously he was dead on with that, essentially. Mm-hmm. Darnold three, Rosen four, Mason Rudolph five, Baker six.
0: I wouldn't have been mad at that when he put it out. Like, like at the time it's, well, I would have been mad about Josh Allen. One
1: said Josh Allen. People would have been like Josh Allen, the best quarterback. Cause think about it. Yeah. He had all the intangibles, but it was just like, I can't get over the fact that this guy had a barely a 50% completion percentage. Yeah. Uh, at Wyoming, I get it. He was playing with Wyoming talent, but he was also playing against Wyoming type talent. So if he's that good, couldn't he have done a little bit more than that?
0: Like, you know. You, you'd hope so, but can we take some time to give out some flowers here? Yes. You know, I don't even like using that phrase too often, but the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders make his made history today by hiring Sandra Douglas Morgan as their new president of football operations. Um, or team president, excuse me. Uh how do you feel about it? I mean, I think it's a Good for her. I'm glad she got the job. Um, and I'm going to say something that's not going to sound great, but I'm happy that a black woman got a job that they probably don't deserve. Uh, maybe it's, a, it's a, maybe it's, some, it's 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 a pander. It's a pander thing. You know, we're doing something nice to to, to cover up for Gruden being a vile racist and homophobe uh, based on what came out the email. I, I got it. But she hasn't worked in football ever. And she's a lawyer. um, And she's worked with a casino. So I think she's a high-functioning individual. And hopefully she gets some good football people around her. And she just runs that ship properly. And I'm rooting for her. Okay? I'm rooting for her. I want her to win. Um, And I'm celebrating somebody black getting a job in in a career field that they didn't put in the time in. They didn't put in the hours. But they put the hours in elsewhere. And somebody said, you know what? You can run our operation. I love it.
1: And and she's uh she's clearly if she's an attorney for the casino she's known around Vegas. She's yes. known. They know who she is. The people with the money know exactly who she is. So and that's what matters. Kudos to her. And um uh, uh and to uh I don't know I was about to call him Al Davis. He's not Al. Mark. Mark Davis. Kudos to him for making the hire. Because clearly, even though she might have not been qualified, plenty of people that aren't qualified get jobs. And it's the Raiders. They're a brand. That's a top five brand in the NFL, I'd like to believe. Um, And, uh, you know, not to sexualize her because that's what everybody does, I guess, with women. But she is sexy. She looks good, too. So, like, it's a good look all the way around for them. And uh, good call. But, you know, they had to make up, too. They cut Carl or Nesbitt that's Carl yeah they cut him and so you look know they you, cut look, you don't crazy. even
0: know his. that's the problem that's the problem right there you you men can't even take the time to know someone's name why don't you know his name
1: i don't know i need to get canceled because of it honestly because clearly there's only one of them one of the openly ones in the nfl there's only one openly gay player in the nfl and i can't even pronounce his fucking name shame on me i, I mean
0: really are you an ally or are you an enemy
1: See, I had to think about it. Clearly, I'm not on that side. So, you know, I've got to be an enemy in this case.
0: Pride month was last month. Did you did you wear your colors? Did you go to a march?
1: Did you support gay business?
0: I don't know any <laughs> gay business owners.
1: Well, <laughs> goddammit, they got the flags outside.
0: I did go to a bar that had a flag outside.
1: All right. Well, then you support it.
0: it made an- <laughs> We're assholes.
1: No, I mean this is this is this is, uh, and I hate to especially because we're on NFL. I don't want to transition to it, but it's honestly a perfect time to even transition directly into the Macy Gray, um, trans comment. Oh, let's
0: do it. Why not?
1: Well, just because we're already on the subject.
0: I mean, because we were we were done with NFL anyways. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Macy Gray, pretty much said that trans women. That real women were born women, and
1: she gave us nothing but factual information.
0: And there is a loud minority on the internet that took offense to this. And as a black person, you know, people said bad things about our people and our race, publicly, privately, and their actions have have displayed it. But I'll tell you what, I lose less and less sleep over people's rhetoric who do not have any influence on those, the people who they're speaking poorly of opportunities. Right? So I understand that somebody can have a point of view that you don't like, you don't agree with and disagree with it. Call them out if you so choose, but what does it really matter? What does that person's perspective that you don't agree with, actually mean in the grand scheme of things. Who's being bothered? Who's having doors shut in their face because of this person's perspective? I remember a few years ago I came on here and was like Clemson should divorce Dabo. Not because I don't think that is a good coach. I don't I think he's a great coach. He's a great recruiter. But his thoughts, his views on fights against uh racial injustice did not sit right with me. He didn't want his players doing it for whatever reason. And I thought that was wrong. But when you have somebody who displays that type of behavior, Dabo has an influence on a lot of black people's lives. And because he's in a place of power, to me, I hold him more accountable. But random person who has a negative view on black people, for the most part, I could care less. But then, like, Macy Gray... She can. She has her thoughts on that. Hey, women who are born are women are real women. Like changing your body parts doesn't make you a woman. Her words. What? Who cares? Like she's not an employer saying, "Hey, I would not hire trans women." Hey, I don't like trans. I think trans women are this. No, she just said, "Hey, look here. You can change out your body parts, but you're not a woman."
1: And and I think that that and 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 she even you know prefaced it. By saying she knew that people were going to be mad, she literally said that, and then also said, you know, if he wants to be called a she, he will call you a she just because that's what you, your preference is. But that doesn't make you a woman. And I am a person that is of the belief of that. Now, if you're somebody in that community or outside of that community that thinks differently, that's your opinion, right? Like, like you can definitely do that. Now, she stated nothing but facts at the end of the day because that is a fucking fact, like. People can't get mad at facts. We can't be sitting up here and trying to change out things that we know to be true just because How it's do a we know new it's day.
0: True? How like, do we know it's true?
1: We know it's true because that's the way people are fucking born. And that's just what it is. Just like that trans person is born a man or woman, and then they decide to make the switch. That's a fact as well. We don't know what that person feels on the inside to where they could Say that, hey, I'm I, I I no, I'm a woman. Okay, I'm a white man. People are gonna look at me like I'm fucking crazy. You know why? But
0: what do you feel in your heart? I'm not
1: a white man. I'm not a white man. I might think that I'm a white man. I mean, I might be like, man, I hate niggas too. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, I I I identify with with what what they do. That's what I like doing. You know, I like crushing daddies. I like going on boats. I like listening to country. Music. Like, at that point, well, then why am I not white?
0: Because. My I favorite
1: sports it. are hockey and baseball. I like golf. I don't. The NBA, I can't watch that bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, at that point, well, what makes me not white? If that's how You know how I feel. Why can't well, I be transracial?
0: You know I have nothing for you here.
1: Well, because this is what I'm saying. It's 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 set up to where you can't even question it. Or if you say anything wrong, everybody gets upset. Like, let's look at, we can fact check things and be like, yeah, like, that ain't true. But we all know if you're born with a penis, you're a man. And if you're born with a vagina, you're a
0: woman. So here, so, here, so here I got,
1: so there is no third gender. There are two genders. This, these are facts. So Christopher Columbus.
0: Well, hold on. No, no, no. Hold yeah. I got something for you. I got something for you. Sex. Sex is usually categorized as female or male but there is variation in the biological attributes that comprise sex and how those attributes are uh, expressed. Gender refers to the socially constructed roles, behaviors expressions and identities of girls, women, boys, men and gender diverse people. So gender is social. So you can pick whatever gender you want socially but your sex According to this definition is Biological
1: That's a good You know that's a good point that you're bringing up
0: So And I wanted to bring it up because I was having a conversation with somebody Who's much more liberal and open minded Than I am about this and I'm like Gender sex same thing no it's not I'm like since when Look it up okay I look it up And I go oh sorry Gender is a social construct that is based off of sex, which is a biological construct, but socially, I got it because no one can tell you who you are socially or can't. Can't. I mean, because I like mean, start brutal. thinking about. This, like, so can I identify socially as an aristocrat as a, an aristocrat, but identify financially as middle class? I mean, usually those two things don't go together, right?
1: Normally, no. And,
0: you know, I think when we take these conversations off of sex and gender, right, and you try to to to, to compare and contrast, right, two different things of, like, what you are versus what you identify as, it doesn't make sense anywhere else. But we accept it in sex and gender because of feelings. And maybe because we don't feel those feelings, we can't identify and understand. Or maybe, like, what if I just say pe- some people's feelings are wrong and not even specific to the, to, to this topic? Because I want to get away from this topic because I don't want people to think that I'm spewing transphobic rhetoric because I'm not. I could care less Too what late. you do with your body.
1: Too late. You already messed up. Well, somebody is gonna disagree.
0: Well, and that's fine. Let's we can disagree,
1: but but no, they're gonna make it seem like 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 what you're saying is wrong, what they're saying is right. Because disagreeing is one thing, there's a gray area there, but they want to when when people do these arguments, like they try to make it black and white as if no, you're wrong, I'm right.
0: And that doesn't exist in almost anything like but math. Basic math. I don't know about the other math because I didn't learn it. Um, But it's one of those things where people have to know that their feelings are wrong. Like, I can feel like you threw some shade at me one day. And I can feel that. And I say, hey, bro, I saw what you said. I don't really appreciate that. And you go, what are you talking about? I didn't know that that Triggered a traumatic experience from your Childhood that you never told me about Right And I go oh My feelings were wrong Based upon what Your intentions were with what you said But that doesn't exist anymore in society My truth is the truth
1: It's 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 a it's one of those situations where everybody has gotten an opinion on it, and there are some things that are factual. There are some things that aren't, but we just want to make it to where the, I guess people feel like they're just being slighted if they're not categorized. I mean, think about how insignificant something like that is in the grand scope of what it is that you do like, like if you, even if you identify as a woman and you're like, man, that somebody doesn't want to call you that when they think you're really a man, like what does that really have to do with anything? If they're not
0: impeding upon your civil liberties and they're not stopping you from making
1: money. Yeah. Like it's, it, it
0: So if you're trying to buy a house and they say, no, I'm not going to sell a house to you because you won't identify as what I want. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. But if it's just like, hey, person who I don't know, person who I've never met, I'm going to do a national interview and I'm going to say what I feel. You are more than in your right to have a response to it. But you are you also to evaluate what's important to you like let's 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 list our priorities down and maybe we should get off the socials maybe we should watch less TV you know maybe we we should find I don't know we should experience some things in life that cause us to properly reflect on shit that matters and shit that we actually should care about you know right and While we're here, you know, it kind of takes me to to BG because BG pled guilty. And before we get to BG bleeding guilty, I want to talk about her coach. Because there's this narrative. There's a narrative that's painted because she's uh, Brittany Griner uh, was a black lesbian. That um, this is why she was detained for as long as she was in Russia. Maybe. Show me your evidence. Um, some say that, you know, she didn't have what she allegedly had on her and or it wasn't as much. And I go, okay, maybe. Show me your evidence. Um, and maybe I shouldn't trust Russia for their word. But am I shocked that a professional athlete playing in Russia, had some weed on them. No, I'm not. Sorry. Call me crazy, but I'm not shocked. And she gets caught, and then there's the other argument. Well, this is a whole other discussion why she even had to go over to Russia to play basketball. She didn't have to do anything. She chose to go get that bag over there. And sorry, you chose a career that has a a cap on how much you make. Okay? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you chose women's basketball where you make, I don't know, 100,000 tops. I think they read they changed the they changed the pay scale. Sorry. Come on, man. That's like getting mad if you're on the gymnastics team or you're on the men's tennis team and you're upset that Bryce Young is getting more money in NIL than your scholarship is worth in the overall four years. Yeah, he produces money. But again, back to the coach talking about some. If this was LeBron James, he would be back home. For one, LeBron James would not have to go to Russia. For anything, and he would probably fly private, and he, he wouldn't, wouldn't have, have any of these issues.
1: Hey well, he wouldn't he wouldn't have uh, fucking what, hash or wax, whatever the fuck. She yeah, got. he
0: wouldn't have he wouldn't have dope on him.
1: Well, he would just know.
0: <sighs> and then also, LeBron James is far too important to the L.A. Lakers, the in the the National Basketball Association, Nike, and every other organization go that he's involved in. He's a fucking billionaire. Guess what? He's important to a lot of people. So when you are super important to a lot of people, people go above and beyond to make sure that you're okay. And this is a sad reality, but Brittany Griner is not a high revenue producing individual in the field that she's
1: in. Even if she is one of the best at what she does in her field, her field isn't something many people watch, know about, Care Especially about like even overseas even more so like the people let's say LeBron let's just say LeBron James has some weed on him in Russia
0: it let's ain't just his. Say,
1: let's just say it happened it ain't his they it ain't his or more importantly the people there they recognize they know who LeBron James is if he was walking through the airport that those people would know who LeBron James was a majority of them would.
0: Do you know how many phone calls are being – because, again, this didn't initially go public. Do you know how many phone calls are being made before it goes public? Like, and – For LeBron. Right. And what what people need to know is this is not me, and I don't think this is you saying that she deserved to be detained as long as she was. Like, it's it's weed. Who cares?
1: It's a bigger – to me, the bigger issue, if anyone wants to have an issue with it, yeah, we can be upset about her breaking the law in a different country and just that, just being the way they handle it. And, yeah, of course she's being used as a political prisoner. But she did still break the law, too. She got herself into this situation, and it is unfair. Yeah, I, mean, I could really be looking at the president. I mean, that's who I'd be looking at because, as I brought up earlier, you know, people can have an issue with Donald Trump. Like, I am not a Donald Trump supporter, even though, and this might be the first time i publicly said this, even though I voted for him in this
0: past, huh once or twice
1: once i didn't vote for him the first time but i did the second time because i really did i voted for him because i thought he was going to be a better president but that's just and not to look at it everybody has to vote for their own personal reason i thought it was going to help me out more and so because what he did in his first it did help me like it helped me and so that's the first thing but secondly Donald Trump went to bat for ASAP Rocky. He didn't even know who the fuck ASAP Rocky was. But he's, he's, see, and, and look, they might be pussies over there in sweet, but he told them, all right, look, we're going to cut off all the trade shit we got with y'all. If y'all don't, drop, if y'all don't release this nigga." And what did they and do? I think, they're like, they're like, we're going to release this. <laughs> like,
0: but because and, was- here, and here's the thing, just for the, the listener, who's not uh, uh, aware of how, you know, foreign politics works. Um, Sweden is not the power that Russia is but also Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is not the career politician that President Biden is and Donald Trump part of MAGA and part of what Donald Trump ran on and what he his policy showed is he's an America first guy he's like hey bro fuck y'all for the most part it's like hey fuck y'all like if you ain't us like we want to focus on stuff here we want to incentivize you know I mean like gas was cheaper for a reason. Somebody tried to tell me the Keystone pipeline was still running, but well, last I read it wasn't. So, whatever. But we were we were getting more uh oil from America because we have it here. We weren't putting money in the pockets of people who now have us by the balls. So, different, you know, different philosophies and different approaches, but now she has pled guilty, and apparently this is like a step in getting her back over here because the the experts say she had to plead guilty to become a prisoner in order to do a prisoner swap. Now, hopefully we get her back. And I just need people to know that given the situation in Ukraine and the way we're supporting Ukraine and Russia's the one who's at war with Ukraine, an American who's over there, it's not as simple as Hey, bring her home or we're going to do this because outside of her situation, we're already doing things to make life more difficult for them. And there's only so many things that you can do before you end up in a war. And is Brittany grinder, the straw that breaks the camel's back to go to war. and again, I don't know what's been happening behind closed doors. Could there have been more being done? Probably. Did the public outcry probably help lead to this? Maybe, but she also just had a trial today. She just, she just went to trial. It's not like she's been, been rotting in prison. She's been rotting in jail waiting on the trial, similar to what YSL is doing right now.
1: That's true. I mean, but I just think that and maybe it's because he's got he has what appears to be a good relationship with Putin. My money would say that Brittany Griner would be playing in a WNBA game this past week if Donald Trump was president, and that's I'll just leave that at that.
0: I totally agree with you. I think he would have not gone the diplomatic route, but he would have got
1: it done, bro. He they would have been on the phone, like he, like I, I have to imagine. I'm curious as if Joe Biden has even spoke to Vladimir Putin. Like yeah. since this is happening, where they've been on the phone with each other. Like like Donald Trump, obviously I put up that picture. I don't know where that was at, but I'm not saying they were boys. And of course there's all the conspiracy there that, that he helped him win the election, all this other stuff. But like, you know, the propaganda, Facebook, all that shit, literally. But like, I don't know. I just think that, you know, Donald Trump is not saying Even if people think he's a joke, an idiot, a racist, whatever, I don't think that he's viewed as a weak person. I think that Joe Biden is very much so viewed as a weak person. I mean, they just that's why there's viral videos, you know, that get put up with this man falling asleep in the middle of an interview. And then them telling him, all right, cut the questions. And then him falling over on his bike. Like, I think he's just viewed as a weak person. He's somebody's granddad that we just talking.
0: I think that we've gotten to a place to where our major politicians are too old and we need to brighten up the room and we need to ensure that we have decision makers who are making the best decisions for the American people.
1: And 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 then we can get off politics. Oh yeah, and then something got brought up that I saw just in regards to what you literally just said. To where it was a post. Somebody had said, you know, most seventy to eighty year olds can't find work in the United States for two reasons: a, either they're like senile, or they physically just can't do the work or whatever. Why is it that our government is the only place where? that the positions with the most power these people are able to continue to get work but everywhere else they can't get fucking work
0: i have comments but i will not say them publicly
1: moving along
0: you know let's talk about brooklyn's finance jay
1: Brooklyn gets- at?
0: <laughs> brooklyn I mean, yeah, it's so much. It's so much stuff that they give us. But Brooklyn's finest. Um, they're ready to leave. They're ready to blow up the franchise, or either they just got the franchise over the barrel. I'm not they're sure yet. Reshuffle.
1: Huh? I think they're reshuffling. they reshuffle. They can be a playoff team next year if they make the right moves on the trade.
0: Yeah, I mean, they still got Ben Simmons. <laughs>
1: Dude, that nigga ever wants to play basketball again?
0: <laughs> ben Simmons kicking it out to T.J. Warren
1: and and whomever they trade for. Plus, um, what sounding like at least seven times out of ten, you'll have Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons on the same team.
0: Well, that that rim gonna need some work. Woo-hoo! Just take the nets off. They ain't swishing shit.
1: <laughs> well, hell, at that point. You you might want to every uh every half switch out whichever side of the other team's on to at least put a double rim up to make it even, you know, so we can see just as many clinks. <laughs> like you know
0: what though, I think um obviously everyone knows that Katie and Kyrie are trying to leave. Um and we're gonna get into the specifics of them. I I, I think that Josai. Has finally decided, hey, this is my team. Y'all are not going to hold me over a barrel any longer. And if y'all want to leave, damn winning, damn all of that stuff, I, I got to look myself in the mirror every day. And I own you guys because I pay you. And teams are set up very much like slaves, rich slaves, but nonetheless. He owns them. And he's just fed up with it. And you know what? If I was a billionaire and I'm not the bus family because that the, the, the Lakers is their primary source of income. Y'all ain't going to just treat me like this. <laughs> like at some point, hey bro, I'm too rich for this.
1: I don't even need the fucking team. <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> right. Bro, so get, bro, I'm literally a professional money maker and check cutter. That's like that's literally my occupation.
0: but it's like, it's like having drama with a side chick. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody employs a side chick to get headaches. They employ side chicks to get away from headaches. I don't do that. I'm a faithful man. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's like hold on, I deal with my I deal with my woman's extra shit. Yeah, no, no, and I think that's what it is for Joe. Side he's like, man, this is not my primary source of income. I'm done with this. And uh, Sean Marks, uh, I don't know what he does. Honestly, I don't. I, I think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have pretty much done everything that this franchise has done since they've been there. And he's probably fed up with it, too, uh, because and we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But I think there's this fascination of of building a team (laughs) that may not align with winning a championship that comes from like the nerds, you know, because I heard um, the old GM who who made the Celtics uh, trade. uh, He works for ESPN now. Sean, no, Sean Mark, no, Bobby Marks.
1: Bobby Mark, isn't it funny that they had like
0: the exactly? But like, Bobby Marks was like, you know,
1: type of deals.
0: He's like, Yeah, if I'm, st- if I'm there, I would just be ready for both of them to go so I can build the team the way I want to build it. You're probably not going to get a champion the way you want to build it there, buddy.
1: And your track record says you're going to get fired in two years, anyways, after the <laughs> trades are done. Exactly. So you're just setting you're just setting the stage for somebody else. I, I wish I could just
0: uh like queue up uh Alicia Keys right now in New York City. Please go easy on me tonight.
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, you know, it really sets sets up for uh Sean to end up getting fired and they're gonna make a run at uh your boy. Presty? Yep. That'll okay. make him the highest paid GM in all of sports. Not just the NBA, but all of sports.
0: And you know what? I think that would be a good look for Preston. That would let
1: us that will let us know what he's really made of. But he clearly is respected around the league. And that's why LeBron came out and you know at you know all what? Star Breaking was just like he's the best. <laughs> think about it, Rob Malik is his GM. And he's like, he's the best GM in basketball, basically.
0: Le- LeBron also chose Russell Westbrook, okay? LeBron's
1: not a GM. It's, but, yes, he is the de facto GM, yes. but And that's why he could – Most could our see. players are, though, for what it's worth. Now, do they get the control that LeBron gets? LeBron gets a lot of control. I know that he has his fingerprints. all. I mean, cl- clutch.
0: He owns an agency. Come on, man. Yeah. As a player. Yeah. So, do we think that the owners, the teams, are going to take power back from the players? You know, I keep hearing this. You know, Katie and Kyrie are another example of why you can't turn your franchise over to your best players. You know, you got to find guys like Steph and Giannis. And it's like, you understand that those two guys work for functional companies, functional teams. So it's it, easy to just hoop.
1: Well, and then come on, man. The NBA is a rotation of about seven cities where these guys go. These guys aren't going anywhere, the least to sign. You might get traded somewhere, but like at least to sign, these guys aren't going. If they're not staying with their smaller market, medium market teams because they're throwing them so much money, they're always going to sign in L.A. They're always going to sign in New York. They're always going to sign in Miami. They're always going to sign in Chicago. Like these, places, these are places that everybody is going to go. And once they add the franchise to Las Vegas, bet there's going to be tons of people that want to go there.
0: Think about this. You live in a major city?
1: Yeah, and you know and and
0: but you but you have no intentions of doing a city swap with me.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Even if your money stayed the same.
1: As, I, I'd have to get a significant amount of money to make that And your and your
0: dollar would stretch further here. You could have the same salary, you would not move down here. And I think that's what people need to understand. You know, I'm I'm li- reading a book uh Showtime the 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 uh, book that, that the show Winning Time is based off of? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Perlman. I, I'm, I'm actually reading the, the book first because like, I, I got to read the book before I watch the show. And there were different comments in the book talking about Magic Johnson, talking about Kareem and how, and how the media viewed these people. And I think it's absolutely crazy that somebody can go on a TV show, can go on a podcast, can write a column saying how dare KD demand uh, a trade? How dare this player try to use his leverage uh, in the front office to get what he wants? And if Sean Marks wanted to just trade Kevin Durant, he could just call up the league and say, hey, look, here's what I want for KD. And he could have just traded him. And KD can't say a damn thing about it. So the idea that people think it's wrong for a player who's an employee that most of us identify with to go into his boss's office and utilize his leverage when he or she is no longer happy in their situation that is fucking nuts to me. Like I I cannot comprehend a mindset that thinks that that level of ownership should exist. You know. Now, if you don't have leverage, you don't have leverage, bro. You gotta do what you gotta deal with.
1: There's there there are certain fields where this can be allowed and done. What are they gonna do if 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 they if KD like he if he wants to be traded, I mean what can they really do? He's one of the best basketball players in the, the world. And there's not too many people that are gonna be out here that'll be able to replace him. They're irre- these guys are kind of irreplaceable type people. You know, it's one thing like in my industry, like with, you know, staffing, temporary labor, whatever, we can always pretty much find somebody to replace anyone, even as valuable as somebody is. But the one thing that's important in both industries, regardless in sports and this, the employees are the people that make this thing go round. I mean, they have to be treated right. If they've been there for three years, they've given you the service. They, you know, they they made a financial commitment to you. If they're respectfully asking to be gone or I'm taking another job, like whatever, a sure. It's pretty simple. And, and then it's a good look for people to want to come to you that uh, at least you're not going to hold me hostage. You're not going to sit here and make me, um, you know, wait this thing out like or whatever. Case in point with Sam Presti, nobody knew that Paul George requested a trade. Out of Oklahoma. <clears throat> we looked up one day and they said that man was going to the Clippers and that Kawhi Leonard intended to sign in LA. That was completely behind the scenes. And ironically, Paul George was in the same restaurant as me when it happened. It's so wild. You were in LA? Man, in we were in Vegas. Yeah, we were in it was during the summer league. We were in Vegas. That is right.
0: I, I that was two, three summers ago.
1: Yes. Summer nineteen. So, yeah, because the same, same, in- same um as as Katie going to uh
0: yeah cuz I was in I was in LA that weekend. Um but th- think about this, right? So w- w- with your with your staffing company, I assume that you have contracts with certain companies where you provide labors. Correct. And because you continue the the as important as your employees are, your contracts are super important.
1: They're most important.
0: But if you build a reputation where you're getting to a place that a, a, another company wants to offer you a contract and you go, hey, look here, we can't we can't accept this contract because we don't have the labor to support you. We don't have like the the, the people to get to, to feel what you need. But we can get it if we get out, if you buy us out of this contract and they want to buy, buy you out,
1: buy us out of it and pay us enough and i'll get, take all my people with me at this location and just tell them this is where we're reporting now
0: and if somebody's willing to buy you out which they're gonna have to overpay to buy you out then you can go just like if you find another opportunity you can look at somebody you've been contracted with like hey our contract's over and we're
1: not trying to renew or at the or at the bare minimum too even in a situation like that now i've got leverage anyways i just go to the people that i do other people with and i'll say hey Just to let you guys know, this is what they're offering me. I'm going to accept it if you guys don't, at the bare minimum, match it. If not, really go above and beyond, because they might try and bid a little bit more to get us. They know that we're good in this niche market, specifically with you guys, and you guys are in the same industry. And clearly, the price is going up in the industry, and I just wanted to let you know that that's all I got to say.
0: And and boom! And and that's what Katie is. He says, hey, look, man, I'm one of the best people who does what I do. I want my man to get paid. Doing it with us. If not, he's walking. He's going to get paid next year by somebody. You got to yeah. spend the money. And if you don't want to pay my man long term for us to be here, I don't want to be here. And that's what happens. But when you talk about it in sports, you don't talk about it in business. Well, what about the fans? Right, Knicks sell out every game.
1: More importantly, they look at fans look at it it's because these guys do make 40 40- Upwards of forty million dollars a year. So they're just like, it's like he's being a baby. He makes like he makes all this fucking money. So
0: what? Do people not understand that no matter how much money you make, you want to be happy going to work?
1: Well, and like you said, fuck how much money he makes. There's only what four hundred and something guys in the. No, it's more than that. No, it's like. Three hundred times
0: fifteen. I mean excuse me, thirty times fifteen. So less than five hundred.
1: I mean less than five hundred guys get the point in the NBA. Yeah. In my field I believe that there's eight million plus warehouse workers. <clears throat> it
0: most ain't the same. Yeah, most <laughs> of them like does.
1: They are getting paid. Because that's what the market says that that job pays. This market doesn't say that. So how much they make is really irrelevant in the grand scheme of their job and, and their comfortability and whether or not they want to do it. Yes, do they have to they don't have to worry about if they're gonna be able to pay their rent? You know, unless they really are fucking that checkup like that. <laughs> They don't have to worry about these common folk issues. Am I going to, even for a small business owner, am I going to make payroll because I haven't been paid yet? Like you don't have to worry about this stuff.
0: And, but yeah, people want to, th- people love to spend other people's money and tell them what they're supposed to accept based on what they're getting. And other and times when you're talking about players in a salary cap league, where you go, you've made enough. You've made you've made more than enough money to to be good, to 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 live a good lifestyle. Uh, are you willing to take a pay cut to win? When we're talking about the spirit of competition and winning championships, I think that is an appropriate conversation to have. But if the answer is what Shannon Sharp says, it's not my job to balance the cap. It's your job to balance balance the cap. Give me my money what do you say to that there's no there's no answer to that because you're not going to go to your employer and say hey i was reviewing the books and um i know this guy who works at the firm across town and he's much better uh in my department and i'm willing to take a 10 percent pay cut so that With the guy you just fired, we can replace him with this guy who's much better. Instead of bringing up
1: easier, and it'll eventually make me more money, anyways. Whether you pay it to me or somebody else does, right?
0: Most people aren't doing that
1: because our resume is going to speak for itself, right? And and even in pro sports, right? Nobody, nobody. I mean, Brady's done it for the longest, but like, come on, bro. Like, well, look at what his wife does. Well, but look at him.
0: That shit matters.
1: But look at him taking those cuts for that long. It built it up to where he became the ultimate champion of the NFL, and it sets him up to get a ten-year, three hundred and seventy-five million dollars deal with Fox to be the because he's the goat. If he wasn't the goat, if Tom Brady had two, three Super Bowl rings, I promise you Fox wouldn't have given him that type of. Bag he would get twenty too. mil tops. They
0: would give him more money than Romo, but he would get like twenty mil. Yeah. Not 37 and a so half a year a
1: goat because of those pay cuts that he took, the teams got built appropriately around him. He always had a good offensive line. That's why he's been able to play so fucking long because because he's not getting hit like that. And so
0: and, but that's why that's why comfort matters, right? You know, and I think about Steph Curry. Steph Curry's uh rookie extension was not a max deal because of his four year 44. And then
1: injuries. And then Monte, think about, it, people wanted Monte Ellis over. Yes. And honestly at the time, I was they,
0: Yeah, they weren't wrong if they were looking at what they were seeing. But Mark Jackson was also coaching, so don't want to go there, but but the difference between like 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 you look at Steph and LeBron, right? Steph makes a lot of a lot of comfortable decisions because Steph grew up comfortably. Financially comfortable, right? LeBron doesn't leave much money on the table because LeBron didn't grow up that way. And when you don't grow up that way, your priorities are different because the sacrifices that Steph will make for winning, Carmelo would never.
1: Bradley Bill.
0: Hey, but everybody's talking shit about Bradley Bill, but what's the difference between Bradley Bill and Devin Booker? I'm going to say their front office.
1: Their front office, yeah, because I would even say similarly in terms of living, D.C. is a place I think people would move, just like people would move to Phoenix. Like, There's some attractiveness in both locations.
0: If you have a competent front office who are making good moves, people will come join you in D.C.
1: The issue, and it ended up being a good trade for Houston, I guess, trading John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Because Russell Westbrook, he broke the triple double record there. They did make the playoffs. No,
0: yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it worked when out.
1: Bill was injured or taking a rest day or whatever. Russ was able to carry the load and they'd win basketball because it worked in Russ's favor because he wasn't playing with better players. And that's what Russ is used to eating off of playing with players that aren't better than him. So he's going to look, he's just going to look good, even if it means nothing. <laughs> like he's going to look good, which is why a trade to Brooklyn for Kyrie especially with uh KD leaving too I could just easily see it working out like Russ could go back to averaging 23
0: 10 and 10. Nine
1: and 10 yeah like he could I could see it for two more years as long as his body doesn't break down cuz he wasn't really injured this year
0: No he played uh, I think he, he played, played like 80 games 80 games. The
1: games where they sat him at the end when they knew you know they weren't going like he was he was the healthiest player on the fucking team this year. So that's weren't God awful. I test wise. We just saw how bad. Russell was.
0: So question for you. Do you think that a family reunion between LeBron and Kyrie could work in L.A. If we, if we got a healthy street close?
1: Man, I think that if you get street closed for fifty five, sixty regular season games, as long as he's ready for the playoffs, all signs go that team still wins 52 games.
0: And here's and here's what I think a lot of people are missing about this team. The, if they can get Kyrie on the roster, Anthony Davis is already doing the social media tour to let people know I'm back baby. I'm taking him. Right.
1: I know y'all heard about me not to picking up a ball in, in 2 3 what, months. What's going to happen know, is international friendlies, but
0: what's going to happen is players are going to get bought out. It happens every single year and they look for the market that make the team that makes the most sense. LeBron wins the buyout market year in and year out. When he has a winner around him, he wins the buyout market. And the one thing that I think was telling about this Kyrie thing, this Kyrie trade, is that John Wall, who was getting ready ready to be traded to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook uh, at the trade deadline, that trade was available. John Wall chose the Clippers over the Lakers. John Wall's a clutch client, so you the, the conversation was there, and the Lakers they are they, they should be LA Clutch, or the Clutch Lakers. Yeah. they got like seven clutch clients on the team, which they're all going to be gone by the trade deadline. I just just hope y'all know the Lakers are just. <laughs> I think the Lakers are going to make a move, and I think I just don't see LeBron going off into. Into the shadows quietly. And I also think it'll work. People say, well, who's going to guard? They'll figure it out, man. They'll they figure it out. Yeah, 80 at the rim. They'll figure it out.
1: They'll figure it out. And I feel got like Thomas Kyrie, Bryant. He's going to have so much motivation on his end because you're not going to have to deal with this COVID thing more than likely this upcoming season. It's not going to really be a thing. So that's out the window now. He's back with Bron, where obviously Kyrie's best work has come with LeBron James. He's going to be in L.A. He's a Laker now. And kind of back to what you said when it came to the buyout market, too. They're going to end up being able to get somebody in the buyout market because guys like to be bronze guy. Like people like the idea of saying, yeah, man, I'm one of bronze guys. Like Richard Jefferson, as much as we knew Richard Jefferson as a New Jersey net, San Antonio Spur, he's one of LeBron's guys, though. Now, like he's yeah, he was that tutelage. Of uh, he was one of LeBron's guys, and,
0: and he was like that
1: was on TV, like I hate to say it low-key because of the end of his career, being a cavalier. Like,
0: yes, and no, Bron gave him his first opportunity with the road and podcast, and it allowed people to see how good he is because Richard Jefferson is, is good too.
1: He is good. I'm just simply saying the LeBron effect helped with that decision,
0: perfect. Absolutely. So we believe in the family reunion. Um, where does Katie go? And is Katie crazy for asking out?
1: The first teams when they when I saw it when it you know when the the headline popped up on my phone the first thing I thought it's funny that it ended up coming out because they didn't have it originally they just said that he had requested a trade one of the first things that I thought honestly was Phoenix because I was like well Aiden wants out I was like you could package bridges probably throw in Crowder and. Cam Johnson. They could throw in, like, Cam Johnson. Like, Cam Johnson's an attractive young piece because he's a shooter. Um, and, obviously, he showed, like, when I think Chris Paul or Booker might have been out, too, for, like, COVID or something. Like, he showed up. He had that one game against Utah. and granted, it was the Utah Jazz. But he had, like, a 39, 38-point game. There's potential there. He's not an all-star, but he's no. a good starter in the NBA. I think he's been basically a six-man with them. So, but Mikael Bridges, all defensive player, bright future, potential, you know, one, two, three time all star in the league, maybe, especially in the right situation where he is kind of the guy it could easily happen like in Brooklyn. But Aiden, former number one overall pick. Uh, traditional center. A but top five, he's somehow he's so league. athletic. It works well. He's still a top five center in the league, too. Yeah. And. You get that, and then of course you're going to trade Kyrie. You're going to get something out of that, whether it just be the cap space after you're done with Russ or whatever. And you've got some building pieces to at least go around in Brooklyn and still be entertaining and be in the hell. You were the seventh seed this year. I mean, that's what you're about where you're going to try and be at, anyways. Seven, eight seed. You'll get to be a team that makes the playoffs. And you're still in New York. Like, I mean, as long as nobody wants to go to the Knicks still, you're still – you're the New York destination for everybody. And so um, that was the first team I thought of. The second team was the Hawks. It was kind of crazy because the DeJounte-Murray trade happened like the day before. I think if the Hawks could go back, they would rather send all those pieces, Gallinari, John Collins, and maybe another player, her, whoever, and they would probably try and go after Kevin Durant because they would have had the ammo, I think, to get Kevin Durant. Based on did, honestly
0: well based on what they're asking for they want two all-star level players and yeah, and three picks. Give
1: them
0: that? I, no one's giving them that because that's two not how player that's not how those trades work it's like hey potential I'm not gonna trade you my all-star for your all-star because I'm trying to group two all-stars together when I look at when I look at the different potential trades obviously if they try to if they did the uh the Kyrie, KD for Russ, Street, clothes and whatever the Lakers need to throw in there. You go, okay. That gives you something because you got Anthony Davis coming back. Um, and I, with Miami, you're getting nothing with Miami because you can't move Bam unless you're going to try to do the Jimmy Butler trade, which I don't think my I don't think Miami does wants to do that. I think they would want to pair them both.
1: I think they would move Bam though.
0: They can't. They can't move Bam with. Um, with Ben Simmons on the roster oh, because yeah there's like yeah I CBS saw that stuff.
1: list it's like nine players
0: well no you can't have two players on a rookie max extension on the same roster
1: who who would that be
0: so Ben's oh, on a rookie max Ben extension. is on his rookie
1: max right
0: yeah it's stupid but it's the CBA nonetheless um I think Philly and I don't I don't even know if Philly's interested but Philly has the best package you could go Maxi Teibel, um, Tobias. and Tobias, and, and
1: every pick that you own for the next three years, four which, years, and a bunch of pick swaps.
0: Right. So, and I don't think you want to go back to Philly because they just traded Harden over there, and you know they're in the East. But if you're really trying to get the best, you because people think that Max is going to take a step up and be an All Star caliber player. Tobias is in that range of really good, but not ever going to be an all-star type player. And Tybal is your three no D, I'm um, seeing your D no three, uh, three and D guy. It, it, it doesn't get much better than that.
1: But what do you think of even Toronto being that wild card team? Everybody throughout the idea of Scotty Barnes and how the are they going to win? I'm just saying Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, Toronto. Probably would figure out a way to get another guy with them somehow. I don't know how it will work, but like, obviously, Scott rookie of the year. Pascal Siakam isn't he's been an all star, so like, you know, he's a good player. Like, he's a good player. I, I, I no, I don't
0: think it works. I, I honestly don't.
1: That's the weird part about this offseason in the market now. With there's the, no
0: good trade partners.
1: There's There's not this season for whatever reason. There just really aren't that many options. That's why, I mean, I hate to look at uh, my buddy in Colin. He doesn't have that much of a market right now, and that's kind of the issue because there's not that much cap, and then a team that would have to do a sign and trade for him would have to be giving up assets, and they would have to pretty much know that they really like what they like in him. And, like, that's why I could see him honestly probably having to just play out this year and then having to go back in, and that's going to be risky for somebody like him, for instance, just because his role is going to be a little different. Now that they've given Darius Garland a super max contract, which I think is fucking nuts. I'm going to be honest with you. It's weird that they decided to give him all that money. And Collins basically been the best player on the team. The last three, like I I know the
0: potential. And they made the play in timing, the mother.
1: And well, and they're going to play. I think I told you how highly I think of Mobley. I think Mobley is the best player on the team. In my opinion, Even over Collin. I think he's the best player.
0: I think Mobley's going to be one of those guys.
1: I Bro, I think that he is going to be – AB level. Yes, bro. I think that he is going to really be – especially he already can kind of shoot. But if he improves his shooting even more, he's already got rebounding, blocking shots, defense in general. And he can kind of – he can push the ball like a little – like he can kind of push the ball if need be. Well, here's I really like him, like as a player. I like, and that's why I think uh, they sucked his dick a little bit by (laughs) drafting his younger brother. And his younger brother was his younger brother is solid too. I watched a couple of USC games at 11 p.m.
0: You're supposed to do that, but you know, while we're here in the offseason, I think uh, KD's holding a lot of stuff up. Kyrie's holding a lot of stuff up because you know teams are waiting to see what's going to happen. And then, I mean, because DeAndre Ayton hadn't even. Gotten hadn't even gotten offered a, a deal or a um, or an offer sheet from someone else. So everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen with this KD move. And you know, once everybody gets to Vegas, we'll start hearing some more stuff. Um, but while we're here, you know, and we got some more stuff we want to talk about on the NBA piece. But let's talk about these contracts and these max contracts, right? Because you talk about Darius Garland getting his his uh, his uh, super max extension. There. You got um Zion Williamson who just signed his John Damn Morant received John Morant got his, uh, Bradley Bill, Devin Booker. And I want to open this by saying I am happy to see people getting paid. Especially the
1: brothers.
0: And, and I, I, I them getting their money, I'm all about them going and getting their money. But I want to have a basketball conversation. About basketball and a salary cap. Granted, it's a soft cap, but still a salary cap league, and how you should spend your money. Because I think that the max contract, the point of the max contract and the super max contract, was supposed to be for tier one and tier two players. Not you don't. Just because you're the best player on a team doesn't mean that you're a max player. You know, I think Devin Booker without without Chris Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, if we went off of what Devin Booker was before before he had those parts around him, he's not a super max guy to me. I don't think he gets he's to all three. in D. He's a tier three guy. He's a good scorer, and I don't want to
1: being a tier two. I I
0: would I only want to pay you if super max is fifty. I want to pay you thirty. Because when you think about these these high max and these super max guys, do you mean to tell me I'm gonna pay Devin Booker more than I'm paying LeBron James? And granted, LeBron switched teams, so he's not eligible for that super max and all of that and stuff. But
1: older.
0: and he's old. But is is the value that Devin Booker brings to my team the same value that Nikola Jokic, uh, 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 Kevin Durant brings to my team? Hell no. Hell no. Is Russell Westbrook the value that he brought to OKC? Was he supermax there? Yes. Absolutely. Because he put ass in seats.
1: And he was an MVP. Like, I mean, they're like, he was set up to get paid. Russell Westbrook was a tier one, tier two guy. Tier Tier two. two.
0: He was never tier one.
1: So let me, let's Tier one is literally, we already actually had a conversation. There's only five of those guys in the MVP.
0: Let's 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 play a game of of, of max or not. John, John Morant, no explanation, just max or not. John Morant. Max. Devin Booker.
1: Below the max.
0: Brad Bill. You can say max, not super max too.
1: Oh okay, max.
0: Um, Jokic. Super max. Embiid. Supermax. DeMar DeRozan. Max. Zach Levine.
1: Below the max.
0: Did Jalen Brunson get the right dollar figure?
1: When you broke it down the way that you did, I still don't think he did because I'm going to be honest. I don't think he's a top 15 point guard in the NBA. But So, no, is the answer to the question. But based on the market, that kind of dictated – he was going to have to get overpaid because he was getting poached. And especially even in that situation, it's like him getting not just a raise, but a promotion because he's going to be a starter and he's going to be looked at as a big three member. Well, I don't want to call it big three. You know there's like those mini sodas and beers that are eight ounces? That's what the next big three is. It's like I the like Lita. the butt
0: like Azalitas.
1: Yeah, well, just those small beers. You know, have you ever seen somebody show up to a party with a pack of eight-ounce beers?
0: Yeah, and I got pissed off.
1: Yeah, and that's what the Knicks are. That's why the New York fans are gonna continue to be pissed off. Because you're you're damn near paying for, you know, the twelve ounce, sixteen ounce cans in a bottles in a uh you know, pack. But for whatever reason, this guy was like, you know what? I'm gonna bring the eight ounce cans. And that's exactly what the Knicks are doing with Jalen Bronson.
0: All right, so last one, Donovan Mitchell.
1: Below the max. Okay. I look at him as the same. Him and Zach Levine, these guys are in the same realm. Here's the reason why I gave, for instance, Bradley Bill max. Even though he's kind of in that same field, same with Booker. Like, they're all kind of in that same playing field. A, I think he's better than them all, th- all of them. I think he's better okay. than Booker, Levine, and Mitchell. Okay. The issue with him is we've never got to really see him around elite town. John Wall was good. And I think we take for granted how good John Wall was when he was healthy because he was a 20.
0: 20 and 10, 20 and 9 guy.
1: 2010 and 2010. And then he was giving you like four or five rebounds. Like he was a good player, man. He was never an elite scorer. Fast. And that's okay. That's why they drafted Bradley Bill because they were hoping he would become. That's why he went third. They were hoping he wouldn't. Bradley Bill is a bucket getter. Like, right, they, The ball in the hole.
0: Like, Brad Bill became what they expected him to be. John Wall just got hurt. Instead, got hurt.
1: Hurt, got hurt. And then they still didn't build the team well enough. They should have never been depending on a 36, 37 year old Paul Pierce to be kind of helping them win the playoffs. Like, they, that's pretty bad when Paul Pierce, at the end of his career, is your third best player. That's they
0: pay Jan Mahimney like 15 mil a year. You know what I mean? Like, they.
1: having an A too.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, they made a lot of their, – their front office sucked. Yeah. So so let's get into this right here, man, because we're talking about value, and we're talking about a Supermax guy right here. Really okay. go there. Did Minnesota? no, I'm not even going to ask you first. I'm going to tell you how I feel. So Minnesota traded um, some young scraps, Malik Beasley, who's a problem, uh, Patrick Beverly, who's going to get bought out. And five draft picks for Rudy Gobert, and pretty much everybody I've heard said that Danny Ainge strikes again. He flees the Timberwolves, and Danny Ainge is this great GM trader. He always wins the trade, and Danny Ainge is the type of guy who all who, who wins in spades, but he rarely wins when there's money on the table. Like, okay, yeah, you're pretty good at spades, but when the money's out and, and it, you rarely get what you need. Uh, because Danny Ainge, he will win these trades, but he doesn't necessarily turn these trades into champions. He had the 08 um, Celtics team, which is his one championship as a GM, but everything else, I mean, he you know, stockpiling draft picks, stockpiling draft picks, stockpiling draft picks, but he leaves you wanting more. That's Danny Ainge. So, with the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves overpay to get a limited player, especially a limited offensive player? Yes. But did they pay the Minnesota tax? Yes, because any and everybody knows that you cannot – they're not going to sign stars to come to Minnesota unless they are putting together something beautiful. And even still, it's going to be damn near impossible. But why do you make that move? You make that move because you don't give a damn about those draft picks because they're not going to be good draft picks and they're not going to play for you. Uh, you make that move because you want Cat and Anthony Edwards to know that you're trying to win. And you make that move to say, hey, you know what, Delo? you better start throwing some loops so your days here are, 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 are numbered.
1: That or we'll trade you and we'll recruit some of those picks. Exactly.
0: So for players. people to – and I get you may not like giving up that much for Rudy Gobert, especially for what it does for the market. But, hey, man, Utah wants to rebuild, and they're going to rebuild with picks in the 20s. Who gives a shit about draft picks in the fucking
1: 20s? That's who was available. And he's a three-time defensive player of the year, four-time all-star, three-time all all-NBA first team, uh, of course, all-NBA defensive first team guy. They really didn't have much of a choice. They they had to be in that position to where um, they added to what they had because we saw the flashes, obviously, even against – granted, it was a young Memphis team. But they showed, hey, we made the playoffs. We are building something here. And like you said, nobody is coming there and is saying, I want to sign with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nobody's going to do that. Kevin Durant. Oh. Uh, isn't doing that. I don't even know who the top free agents are next year, but like nobody was going to do that. Uh-huh. If you couldn't, now let's look at it this way. There's no player on Minnesota's current roster. That's better than Kevin Garnett, the best player in franchise history. Anthony Edwards has the potential to, it's too early to say it, but, but, but he has the, I think he's got a star written all over him. Oh, absolutely. How great he is in the media too. Like he's just, he's a. I I love that shit. Like, I think he's great, but like, Point being, if Kevin Garnett, if they couldn't get Kevin Garnett fucking help, people didn't want to go to Minnesota when Kevin Garnett was there. What the fuck are they going to do with a Carl Anthony Towns, a guy that doesn't show up in the play. Like they wouldn't, ne- they're never going to sign anyone because nobody, unless it's a guy that is from Minnesota, similarly to how like LeBron, granted, he got drafted by the Cavs too, but came back. Like LeBron's from Cleveland. I don't think that if if LeBron wasn't from Cleveland, I don't think he goes back the second time. For instance, so like, no, let me Chester see. That's a guy that's from Minnesota that wants to play, like from Minneapolis, Minnesota, or just the state in general. And he wants to go home, like Chet is from Minnesota. I'm about to
0: say, I think Chet and and uh, and what's his name? Um, his point guard who went to Gonzaga too. Well,
1: man, yeah, he's just saying like he's just gonna be an okay pro. He doesn't even,
0: I'm just saying,
1: hey, Galen I, huh? but, uh, I think it's Franz Wagner because Mo's the older brother. Franz, is, he's actually a prop. I think he's going to yeah. be really good. But he'll similarly fizzle. He'll do the same thing. Uh, uh, Nick, what's my man in uh, Chicago? Uh, Boos. He'll do the same thing that he did. He might even eventually be an all-star type player. Yeah, no,
0: but but back but back to your point. Like, it's going to be a chip. It's going to be a Jalen Sugg, somebody who's from the that area. That's the only way you're going to get free agents that we think have value to go there.
1: And then we got to check in from uh, Major Parlay
0: here. What's happening? Oh,
1: trying, trying to drop some hot shit right
0: now, man. That's dope, man. So hey, let let hey, let's continue here. So there's another side of that Rudy Gobert Bear, that Rudy Go trade, right? And Utah has done what you said they should do, blow it up. And That's I mean the they've they've acquired six first round draft picks, and some are saying Donovan Mitchell's the next one to go, so they can really start from the ground up and rebuild.
1: They should.
0: And I asked the question: What are you going to replace him with? Who you like? Who are you going to replace him with? And is he going to be better? And my answer is probably no. So why not build around your all star, your score, and allow him to, you know, actually flourish with player with the proper complementary pieces?
1: I just hit the reset on it. That that's just kind of my thinking with them. It just. It's time for a reset, and they went from, you know, that Boozer-Darren Williams-type team that was similar to them, really, except for this Utah team was having a top three record almost every year. Never gets out of the second round. I get it. Nobody, you know, and the crazy part is, is that, and just like I told you about Minneapolis, I think because people just don't look at these cities and really go to them like that. I've been to Salt Lake City too, and just Utah as a state. It's fucking beautiful out there. Like it's fucking beautiful. And yeah, I, but we're not welcome. The, as I was about to say. Now, granted, the nightlife scarce. The baddies, you flying them out, anyways. If you really like, so like, yes, the locals. It's I didn't see too much that I like from that perspective out there. But then again, they don't really have spots out there like that. So like utah is in a position similar to them to where they just gotta hope that they hit on a pick and he's really good and then they hit on another one and then they can make a t- trade too so but like they have to be bad in order to do that and they haven't been bad really in a long time so like because even Don, Don was like the 18th 17th pick he wasn't a lottery pick and so like they have to Donovan
0: Mitchell hit. was the pick that you wanted to hit on, and so often in these rebuilds, this is what we see: we go, "Hey, let's get rid of this guy to find another guy. Why don't you rebuild around that guy?" Because that guy, I mean, I don't know. Danny Ainge has job security. Uh, he hired his, his guy from Boston. He he has job security, so he can so he can blow it up. And I hope they trade uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Heat. And uh, I can do like a Sam Cronky did and say F them picks because the pick, – uh, I'm so tired of draft pick culture, man. Give me players, not picks.
1: I'm with you, but, like, I'm not – it just depends on the situation. Like, Danny Ainge is in a unique position because Danny can – he's done it before. We saw him re- hit the reset button on Boston. Yeah. And, and, uh, and think about it. He was in control of the team. He's done it on both fronts. He went and got guys, original big three. He, you I mean his oh, team, boy, you mean his teammate, guys, big three, me, his teammate, hand delivered
0: him a guy for a Boston I championship a
1: coach, a young, bright coach, poached him from Butler of all places because you had to think that Brad Stevens was a good coach. He took Butler to the national championship two years in a row, and he was white, so it really helped, you know, with the Boston thing. Same with Utah, like I was like, I was like, what a Utah move hiring. Even if Danny Ainge really liked that guy, what a Utah move by getting a white coach! <laughs> you know, what I mean, like what a move by Danny Ainge.
0: I I'm less than, I am less impressed of what with what Danny Ainge does because, as much as Danny Ainge, wheels and deals, he makes decisions to make you top four, and he's afraid to he, he, and he won't make decisions that make you top of the world, and he got his 08 ring. But Kevin McHale hand delivered Kevin Garnett to him, hand delivered him to him.
1: They gave up Al,
0: just like just like uh, Jerry West hand delivered Pau Gasol to the Lakers. I, I don't want to hear that shit. That's not good GMing. And no, don't get me wrong. Danny Ainge is a top is a top of the league GM. I... Now, didn't
1: one of those picks? No. That year, that very, the following year, and clearly it couldn't have been one of Boston's picks, but it could have been a pick that Boston had. I don't know. Remember, Minnesota drafted Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio that year. They had two picks. Like I
0: don't summer. remember. I don't remember that draft, but I I can't.
1: I don't. I, I think Steph Curry was drafted. Yeah, that, I that's, remember that's,
0: that draft. But I don't remember who who owned the picks, but that probably was the Celtics pick because it they could have been
1: that. a pick right that the Celtics had from something else. Like I don't know. Point being. These things, they can turn into something. And Jazz
0: I aren't going to win a championship.
1: Yeah, they're not. Hell, bro, they had two of the top 50 players in NBA history, and they didn't gonna, win there. Now, granted, Michael Jordan is who was stopping them from doing it, but still. They had those guys for a full – Utah loves continuity because those guys play together for 15, 16, 17 years.
0: John, look look here, man, because I'm ready to get off this topic. Danny Ainge is going to build – it's going to break them down to turn them into another second-round team. It's just going to be what players that he wants. So it's like, what are we doing this for?
1: Let's just stop the agony. And I felt the same exact way, just like how I've always been talking shit about the jazz. Bro, you're not stopping the
0: agony. It's going to stay the same. It's going to be the same bullshit. That's going to be good in the regular season. It's going to be gone in in, in round two.
1: I want to see the same movie with different characters to see if it looks better, at least even if it's the same result, like, because I just can't think about the Hawks did it too. Shit. They reshuffled Marvin Williams, Al Horford, Joe Johnson, uh Jeff, not Jeff T. It was AC Mike Biddy. They reshuffled that team and then turned it into the fucking Al Horford, Kyle Korver, DeMar Ke- Like they turned it into those guys. That the Hawks did the same thing.
0: But you and know, then, look,
1: then they then they finally broke the shit down. They got Trey Young. They went to an Eastern Conference Finals, Got built a team that's strictly been built mainly on the draft with very little free agents. Like. Certainly, no major ones. Maybe one mid-level guy, and and look what they did. And now they're on. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. You will not compare Atlanta to Utah because here is what Atlanta can do. If Atlanta proves competent, Atlanta can sign a free agent.
1: Utah. At, we talked about this, I think last the White Hard is literally the biggest free agent sign the Hawks. Yeah,
0: ever. I got that. But if Atlanta, if Atlanta proves competency, and if they prove him. if they prove that they're a piece of way, Atlanta can sign a player. No, ain't no niggas going to Utah.
1: That's true. That's but, true. Hey, look, okay. look, look, look. Yeah, I, that's what they have.
0: I, I can't give Utah and Danny Ainge any more of my energy. I can't. Because it's 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 the same movie over again. You want different characters. You know what? I like life. I know how it starts. I know how it finishes. I still like it. Danny Ainge. I know how it's gonna start. I know how it's gonna end. But unlike life, I'm gonna fucking hate it.
1: So basically, you're you're, you're telling me that Danny Ainge is he's just a modern day fucking Friday the Thirteenth director. Yes. We know what Jason's gonna do. Yes. We know Jason's gonna fall. He's gonna drown.
0: He's <laughs> gonna come back to life.
1: Yeah, for another movie.
0: Yes. That's
1: maybe, that's maybe next movie with Freddy Krueger.
0: Hey, but who was who was Genie subtweeting? I miss the KB. Wrong. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own. Then it, then everything would fall into place. All can reply.
1: It was to definitely, I think it was a challenge. I don't even think it was like a like a I hate you. It's just, man, I really want to see this thing get back to what it was. But Kobe, when you think, and maybe it's because he's our heir and like, you know, of course, I try to not be biased about this because he is my favorite, not just my favorite player, he's my favorite athlete. Period. Ahead, tell me something oh. wrong. But, but I just think that, and, and you know, it was funny because we had that conversation too when I had said that. I said that I thought Kobe was the greatest Laker of all time. He is. Yeah, yeah, but give
0: me me back to what Jeannie was saying, though. We're not going to go down a Kobe rabbit hole today. We're not doing that. I
1: know, I know, 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 because we could go down that rabbit hole. It'll be a whole iceberg. But um, I think it was a challenge sent to LeBron.
0: Here's my issue with her challenging LeBron she should look in the mirror and challenge herself first. Genie Bus, the bus the bus children have been the face of NBA incompetence that have been saved by Hollywood, great weather and the beach. The Lakers are a incestuous cesspool and if you don't understand something, Genie, talk to LeBron. No, get, get, miss me with the Twitter shit. You own the team. Fire Rob Palinka, sorry ass. You know what can we
1: bring Rob? Can we? In the GM. You know if that you are,
0: if you are a good GM, you will skirt that balance between making team moves and making LeBron happy.
1: That's true. I mean, and the the Lakers, Lakers exactly. I, I think that there are two factors just because this go, goes a little bit deeper into the genie thing. I think that there are two factors, even in why LeBron left Miami. I think that he did just want to go home. He wanted to right or wrong. And like he he even was quoted saying his time in Miami was like going to college. He never went to college. So he stayed in Ohio his entire life up until he made that decision. And he was only there for four years. Now, the brain trust there was who? Pat Riley, fucking Riley former like former Laker uh, coach. And obviously he's responsible for that, uh, you know, for the for the dynasty okay. that they had in the 80s. Pat Riley didn't give a fuck that he was LeBron James, no. honestly, because he's Pat Riley. He's like, bro, I've been doing this. I want as a player. I want as an assistant coach. I am arguably and I'm in everybody's top three no matter what as a coach. And even as an executive, I pulled enough strings, I led the Knicks too. Like while I was there, like I was leading the 90s Knicks team that was giving Jordan this hard time. We just didn't have Jordan. You were supposed to be the Jordan of this era. He didn't – matter of fact, there's a whole interview with Pat Riley talking about that. And I think that with Jeannie, it's one of those things where she isn't Jerry Buss. She's not her dad. And that's okay. She they now they got a championship under her for what it's worth. Like they did win the championship, granted it was a bubble one, but they did. <laughs> I'm like you're saying, look, I was happy when they. I was. I'm I, just I, saying it was a bubble. Well, it was a bubble. You copping out, please, Virginia. Bro, been out for two to three months. Jeannie fucking sucks, bro. Right?
0: Jeannie's a bad owner. She's a bad owner. That's that's what it boils down to. She's a bad owner. She's allowing Kurt Rambis She's and Linda Rambis to run the team because they've she been there forever. Hey, everybody's Rambis a Laker. Phil
1: for advice when We know that Phil is not a good example. No,
0: and, and, and Magic Johnson still has his great face card after he quit on you. Like, bro, it stop doing all this. Magic. Huh?
1: It said it's Magic,
0: though. I, I, I got it. But guess what? Magic Johnson had some of the worst basketball tweets I've ever read in my life. And he did what he did in the front office and he turned his back on you, man. Like you run you got to run your business like it's a damn business and not the damn country club. Like that that, that
1: that's how it is. The Warriors will beat the Celtics tonight if they score more points than them. That's the type hey, of thing. Nice me with all
0: that stuff like
1: damn <laughs> yeah, Magic thanks. I didn't know that. Like I figured that they could still lose if they scored more points. I appreciate you for giving me something that I didn't know. Like
0: bro, it's but, just like you know, we this this happened at Morehouse when no. when pre, when president uh when president uh dang, what's his name? When President Franklin left. Uh when when Dr. Wilson came in, what did he do? He started firing people who had been working there for a long time. You know why? Because the school wasn't progressing the way that it needed to be. It was falling behind. And he was like, hey, we need to get other people here who have a different way of thinking, who haven't just worked at Morehouse or in the HBCU network their entire career. And people didn't like it. And he honestly, he didn't get renewed. That's probably why. <laughs> but you know what?
1: But you know what? That's why, too, they brought in the new guy. I don't even really know his name. But like, he's an outsider. You
0: you, you need outsiders because at some point, if you keep bringing in people who think about the old times and how we used to do it, you don't get new ideas. Okay. But you know what? That brings us on to our next topic, UCLA and USC going to the big 10 because everybody is upset about it all up in arms. Like, what does this mean about college football? It means that Castro is everything around me. UCLA sports program was about to evaporate because they were a hundred million dollars in debt because they don't care about sports over there because they're actually a really good school for academics.
1: Well, and then they're in the middle of Beverly Hills.
0: That's where I want to be.
1: Life is great. So,
0: so what does this say about USC and UCLA? It says that the big 10 wants to compete with the SEC And it says that the Pac-12 is a shit conference, which we all knew that, right?
1: Isn't it a little surprising that considering you could have just taken USC and I probably would have went Washington, honestly, instead just because, I mean, Washington's a good, a lot of these schools are good schools. Mm -hmm. USC is not easy to get into either. Like, but. Money. And I get, and that was the thing. I mean, it's a money thing more than anything. And UCLA, for what it's worth, has a tradition. Plus, they'll bring you up on the basket. USC is pretty good at basketball too, but like uh, UCLA will bring you up on the basketball end of things.
0: Too. Yeah, and but here's here and here's the more important thing: USC and UCLA have alumni everywhere, and that's what's important. Having the alumni networks to tap into to markets that they're not necessarily living in. That Seattle market, it's not, in my opinion, is not big enough for them to want to carry the Pacific Northwest.
1: And actually, my bad. I didn't even mean to really say Washington, even though they would have been a team, too, I would think about I actually meant to say Oregon. But well, then you, you, you got to got got feel nice. You got to feel nice. You got Oregon would have been a better addition than UCLA because you're already in the LA market with USC. Like care. we don't even care about the rivalries and stuff like that stuff. At that I hate to say it. That shit's almost been thrown out the window for the most part. Cause if you're a rival, which I guess in this case, the rival is traveling with them. But if you're right, like, like think about what is going to happen to Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, like, I guess – I mean, they can still play each other, just like Georgia plays Georgia Tech every year. Like, they can still play each other, but they're not in the same conference. It just – it – it
0: the game has less – has less less value to it. And I'm not mad at the conferences for trying to expand and make more money. I'm not mad at the schools for trying to expand and make more money. Um, I'm mad that ESPN is trying to broker all these deals – behind the scenes because they have their own vested interests there but for the traditional college football fan it sucks and I mean you know we're living in a world where traditions are becoming less important and the bottom line is what drives everything you know I talked on a pod about how think about all the funny movies that we liked growing up that would never get greenlit today just because Looking at it, you, you go. You know what? This is not gonna get the back end that we think we're gonna get off of it. You know, take a movie like Friday. Friday probably wouldn't get greenlit today. And I mean, it's it's made its money, you know, because it became a cult classic. But the same thing is happening here with college football. It's all about the TV rights. It's all about the TV money. And so now we're we're gonna have this geographical imbalance and these teams that we would never imagine playing each other playing each other on the regular and it's still they're still in college like they're majority of these kids are still trying to get an education and now you're throwing in uh, these these cross country flights these middle of the country to the coastal flights i I get it's the weekend but shit man it's 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 hard to do homework on a flight
1: hard to do it on a flight then you got to balance the idea of, man, they're going to give me this amount of money, which with the NILs, of course, like you're getting this money from that. It's straightforward. And because it's legal, like what's being done, remember too, man, even though these guys, they practically have agents as soon as they get out of high school, really, at that point. Who's high brokering school, the now, deal. Hell. Yeah, who's brokering the deal? and they got to worry about their taxes like bro there's like these are real fucking things that you have to do you're basically a pro now in college and that was why i think with usc and ucla moving to the big 10 it sets up the stage for college football to essentially turn into the nfl they really want it to be essentially two really big leagues and you know it it quiets all the talk of wow, why why should Cincinnati have a chance to be in? We won't have these conversations anymore because there are only going to be three, maybe four big leagues, but it's going to have everybody in it. Anyone outside of those four, three big leagues, they have no chance no matter what they fucking do because they're not in those leagues. This, to me, makes it more inclusive for all the mid-tier schools that, like a Cincinnati – Cincinnati is better at football than Purdue. No, I will. Purdue was pretty good this year. Uh, Cincinnati is better at football than Illinois, but Illinois is in the big 10. But why is it that Cincinnati doesn't get a shot at the national championship? They did this year, of course, because they ran the table two years in a row, basically aside from losing to Georgia in their bowl game, they ran the table in the regular season, two years in a row. And that gave them the opportunity to be in it. They had plenty of guys that got drafted this year. Now they're in the big 12. If you set it up to where, You essentially get all the top teams from... Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Before you go there, I was was, going to bring you in. So we got... This is what college football should do. They should secede from the NCAA. They should become their own entity, college football. They already don't play for the NCAA championship.
1: But then what about basketball?
0: Let me...
1: Oh, go ahead. Set it up.
0: So college football should secede. And in their succession plan they should come up with what we talked about in the pre in the pre-production the big four. So your four regional conferences. you're gonna have your your SEC ACC blend ish right And if we're using old school conferences you're gonna have like your big East big big 10 blend ish along with a bit with a big 12 big big 10 blend ish. Along with your Pac 12, Big 12, bend it. Like, it's just geographical. And you're putting the powerhouses there. You divide them up properly between the fucking television networks because that's what really matters here. And
1: somebody gets ABC, ESPN, somebody gets Fox. NBC. Well, even though ABC's got the, then Notre Dame is gonna be the biggest like domino for this. But Fox, somebody gets Fox, somebody gets CBS. And then there's your four. You're on your four networks. And then, and then, of course, you'll have your wild card type games. If they don't decide to not just be straight conference games, Amazon is now yep. an option to have Alabama play USC on TV. We
0: Man, look, we, college football, college football, and you could probably throw college basketball in there too. They need to be their own entity. Exactly. So, like, separate from what the school has going on, uh, separate from the NCAA stuff, can. Their money still go fund the Olympic sports. Sure. Um, and they operate as is because at, at this point, the the requirement on the student athlete should not be the same as the regular student. And we know that student athletes get get different privileges that the other students don't. But with these travel schedules that you're going to that they're trying to add now with what they're doing it's it's insane and uh, back to the nil stuff and all the stuff you got to balance i i I just think that it would be best for that division to happen and maybe you know we talked about expansion and you know I was anti-expansion uh but with the way these super leagues are are forming i think we got to expand the the college football playoff uh where do you ideally what do you think this looks like in 10 years
1: College football conferences, or just college football? Like, in, like,
0: let's go, let's go, conferences, and then college football uh, at large.
1: I think that conferences are going to ultimately, because I think that with all the moving parts right now, we're just going to eventually have something that's all over the place. It will no longer be regional. Like, I think that con- regional conferences are pretty much dead at this point, because even though Texas, for instance, is the South. Right, Most people would consider it the South. Is Oklahoma really the South, or is that the Midwest? What do you even consider that? But they're in the SEC now. What is I, I it. They're right above Texas. But, like, what is that? UCLA, U, USC, Big Ten is, is the Midwest, right? It is the Midwest. Uh, it's central time, like central stuff, basically. Yeah. I think that at this point, regional college, certainly in the – because it sounds like these are moves – these moves are for basketball too. Regional stuff is gone. I think that we – you're almost in a weird way keeping some tradition but resetting the deck all the way around. You're just resetting the deck. We're going to create new rivalries. If Ohio State plays USC every year – That's a rivalry. It'll become a rivalry. We'll just have a new one. New traditions get started all the time. When you think about it, it's kind of uncanny. Like, this is something that hasn't really happened before. We don't see this stuff very often, right? When's the last, what's the last new holiday? Outside, I mean, yes, Juneteenth got added. Wow. But before that, what is the latest holiday? And it doesn't even have to be federal, but because Juneteenth was a holiday before I, it became federal. I think it would be the when did we create a new tradition. I, I think I think
0: it would be like the awareness months, like 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 pride, you know. June is pride month, and I think that's something that's really, you know, taken over and it's like a thing, you know. Um anything else? I can't really think of anything else outside of Juneteenth and Pride being like significant holidays. uh you can look at October being breast cancer awareness month. I just think the awareness months. Have become like the the new times to stop reflect and think and about something. What month is military
1: or military appreciation week is a week in the NFL, but
0: I assume it's in November during. Now, granted,
1: we have plenty of holidays that kind of express gratitude to those that um, are in the military, right? Yeah. Memorial Day is for those that have you know died in battle. We yeah. remember remembering what yeah. what's happened. And then, of course, Veterans Day, Veterans Day, you know, guys get good meals.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know what? I like that spin. I think that the new traditions are going to be here. And honestly, that's the world we live in uh, when the bottom line is the the first sentence. You got to understand what what the paper is going to look like, and it's about getting to the paper. So, if you're not into that, if you're not willing to accept the new traditions, then I mean, you're kind of lost, man. You're kind of lost. But you know, Parlay Pete's been a good talk. I don't got much else for you. Um, I think we hit everything. We're at almost two hours.
1: One more thing, but we can always save it for next week.
0: Was it the Atlanta music? Let's roll it. Let's roll it because it's it's we're at two hours. Uh-uh. That that was gonna take too long. Let's open with the next week.
1: Okay, we can do that
0: as long as we don't get big news.
1: Okay, we can do that. That works for me. All
0: right, Batman. man. Y'all y'all be safe tonight.
1: Okay. All right, brother. All right, doc. All right. Peace, JP. What's happening?
0: Sam, what? <laughs> Chilling.